Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 1234 in Edmonton. It's a game night. Oilers and the LA Kings. Todd McClellan's second visit back in Edmonton with the Kings. Of course, uh, played the Oilers in their second game of the year. Todd's first game coaching in Los Angeles. Kings have scored 10 goals against Edmonton in the two games this season. Oilers were able to outscore LA 6-5 at home and then got smoked 5-1 in Los Angeles. It was not close that night. This is Oilers Now, where guests receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Roos Chris Steakhouse, it's a great place for a Christmas party. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. Without further ado, we are pleased to be joined on the line, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino, by Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you? Not bad. How are you doing, Bob? Good. Now, I have, uh, can you neither confirm nor deny this? Uh, were you taking shots of me on your podcast? Somebody, a couple guys have sent me. I was like, why would he possibly? Is, is there any truth to that rumor? I probably did, but it was purely a jest. Okay, so sometimes we have to, you know, it's crazy, right? Like sometimes players are sitting there and having a little bit of fun at the bench, celebrating the victory at the end of the game, and people maybe misinterpret things. So I had somebody say to me, Bob, does Elliot not like you? And I go, well, nobody really likes me. Let's just establish that right <laughs> now. But uh, anyways, hey, look, we opened up with Sirius by the Alan Parsons Project. Good song. Uh, do you not do you not think that that opening that the Chicago Bulls uh, had back in the nineties with Michael Jordan is probably a top five sports opening song of all time? I, I would agree with that. Those were that was a great intro. I, I think that was one of the first ones that really brought that attitude in for player introductions. At least I can remember. Yeah. Now you were covering the NBA. Did you ever go in there? They were they still using that song when you'd go in there with the NBA? Yes. Yes. Was it chills? Was it chills for you? Oh yeah, when that when it when it started, I think the if I remember correctly, the public address announcer's name was Ray Clay. Yeah. And uh, you know when he started doing that, and now like that place would go bananas. It yeah. was awesome. Which is, I mean, ironically enough, I can tell you for me being on the road. Uh, you know, Vegas is a good experience. Everybody's all in for Vegas. We've discussed this before. You know, if you're married, maybe down there with your wife or if you got a girlfriend or whatever, you're away from the kids, you're, you're, you're totally engrossed. It's 70-degree heat instead of freezing back wherever you're from. You know, maybe you're drinking and partying. Like, Vegas, I, I, everybody talks about the great experience, and it's good, but I think there's certain home field advantages that Vegas has. For me, Montreal and Chicago are still the two venues where I get pretty jacked up, right? Like, Cal, you, go in a, you go in a Chicago, and when that anthem gets going, if you can't feel the energy in this building, you're not alive. And then Montreal, they just the fans are knowledgeable, and, you know, it's they got a great opening. What about for you? Oh, um, I, I love the Vegas cheese. I think it's awesome. Uh, I, I really love their their pregame. I, I just think it's dynamite. I'm trying to think of other intros that I really loved. It's a good question, Bob. Um, 
You know, I, I always remember, remember when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl? This is a little different. But, you know, they normally the Super Bowl, you've introduced each member of the offense or defense. Yeah. And they chose to be introduced as a team. Yeah. I always remember that one. I don't know why. I just, that one really stuck out to me. I loved, I'll tell you this, in Boston, you know, one thing the NHL did last year was in the Stanley Cup final, they want to introduce the players on ice, the starting lineups. Yeah. And they wanted to bring that back. And when Chara got introduced last year in Boston after he was injured and didn't play the third period that game, but sat on the bench, that was pretty dynamite. Yeah. Cool stuff. All right. Uh, where do we want to start here? I mean, I, I don't want to belabor the point with Taylor Hall, but that's one of the storylines that's out there. The New Jersey Devils have fired head coach John Hines, Elaine, uh, Alan uh, Nazardine looking to uh, perhaps, and I've already heard sort of through the grapevine that there is a different genera- uh, you know, a different uh, feeling around the group right now. I believe, Elliot, personally, that this may slow play things for Ray Shiro now that he's moved out of coach. But I'd like to. Get I don't your... know about that. You don't know I don't about know that. About that. Nope. No, I, I think, I think teams are trying. Who's who's leading at the clubhouse in terms of trying? I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever leading at the clubhouse in terms of trying. Like, you know, there's maybe it's you try to use certain teams to get things going. Uh, I definitely think that Arizona's out there really trying to make it happen. Um, but that doesn't necessarily... I get, I get differing opinions on Montreal. Some say yes, some say no. Um, but, you know, I, I think... I, like, I think there's interest. The question is... I don't, know if this, I don't know if this changes anything. I did have a chance to talk to Alain Nazardine uh, this morning... And I asked him about coaching a roster that could change. And he said that that's out of his control. And you, you coach this group up to win. And he told them they're better than they've shown. And I think as a coach, that's all you can do is prepare with the group you have and try to convince them they can win. But I don't think it changes the whole thing one way or the other. I think if Ray Shiro gets the deal he wants, he'll do it. What do you think that deal looks like in terms of you know, prospect pick combination. Well, I mean, I, I think they're really trying to find defensemen. Uh, I really do, or goalies. Um, you know, like I don't look at their forwards and see, like, I, they have good forwards. You know, Hisher's going into his th- is in his third year. Hughes, you know, he's coming on. He's still a young guy. He's going to be a great player. They have some other forwards I really like. I really like Palmieri. I think they're okay up front. They've got building blocks there. What they don't have is they don't have enough D, especially young D. And they're, you know, I think Blackwood's got a chance, but they could probably use more goaltending depth. So, you know, that's why I think a lot of us are linking Colorado to this. They've got young D. Um, but I think that's where they're going to look. I think they really feel they need to find defense. And, you know, if you look at what's available in free agency, unless you think you're getting Petrangelo or, or Krug or maybe Jake Muzzin, I don't know how easy it's going to be to find help there. 
Elliot Freeman joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stauffer with you. It is 12.42 in Edmonton. Uh, New Jersey does have Ty Smith coming out of Spokane Chiefs. He's a Lloyd Minster yep. product represented by uh, a guy who always returns Elliot's calls, Jerry Johansson. Uh, he's a lock to be on Team Canada, and he'll be on the Devils uh, next season. Spe- you know, I'll tell you this. Like, Ty Smith, uh, I really w- think they wish he could be in the AHL this year. It's always a battle between the CHL and the NHL. Yep. I I think they wish he could play. He was AHL eligible. I, I think that's true. I'll tell you one guy that's happy that he's in Spokane is Manny Viveros, who's the head coach there. Yes, I, I bet you he would be, yes. yes. He's also got Philip Kroll's pretty good defenseman as well. Uh, all right, back to defensemen and back to guys from the WHL. So you mentioned Colorado. Do you think they would part with Bowen Byram to get Taylor Hall? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've heard people speculate Samuel Girard. I don't think there's any way they're trading that guy. And, beca- and the other thing, too, is... Who, Byron no, or Gerard? No, Ger- I meant, like, I, I wanted to go with Gerard first. I don't think there's any chance they're trading Gerard. Okay. I, would they deal Byron? Put it this way. I'm sure it'll come up in conversation. I'm not convinced they'd do it, but you know that's going to be part of the ask. You know I like Taylor Hall as much as anybody. If yep. I was Joe Sackick... There's no way I'd t- trade Bowen Byron for Taylor Hall. Sorry. Well, you know what? I think it, I understand where you're coming from. Number one, nobody knows where Hall's going to go long term, right? Right. Yep. Like, like if you're acquiring him, your chances are you're acquiring him for one of two reasons: either he's a rental, or you're sitting there and saying, you know, we want to keep him, and we hope he comes here and likes it, and then decides to stay. It, you're you're probably not signing him right now. So you'd be making that risk right away. But, you know, the one thing is, and you have to remember this, you know, Colorado, they got a lot of D. They got a lot of D. And you have to trade to get. And I do think the Avalanche believe they're in their window. They are in a great cap situation, and they don't have to deal with Landis Gog for a couple of years, with McCarr for a couple of years. And McKinnon, I think, with for three years. You know, this is your time. This really is your time. And if and if you think that Taylor Hall can win can win you the Stanley Cup, well, then you've got a big decision you've got to make. Well, they're in a heck of a position there. I mean, they've played very well riding out this, these whole injuries as well. Elliot, in your thirty-one thoughts piece, uh, yeah. you talked about a new code of conduct. Yeah, uh, can you extrapolate on that for us? Well, you know, I mean, look, like we're obviously, you know, we're, you know, we're like, it it seems almost there's something that crazy that comes up almost every day. And I think we all think there's more to come. And if there's one thing the NHL didn't like about this whole, there's a lot of things the NHL didn't like about this whole situation, but there was a limit on what they could really do with Bill Peters. And, you know, they, it, they had to do an investigation. It took them a few days. And then he had, to be, he had to resign as opposed to be fired. And, you know, there's a reason that that happens, even whether people like it or not. And that's that you're in a tough legal position because everything that happened happened before he was a Calgary Flame. Yep. So I, I think that what's going to happen here is that there's going to be a code of conduct that everyone's probably going to have to sign, and there's going to be an understanding that if you violate these, 
it doesn't matter, you're you're in trouble. And there's punitive action that can be taken against you. And look, like next week is the Board of Governors in California. It's the first time Gary Bettman and Bill Daly are going to speak since all this started happening. I think they know they have to have a plan for something. They have to be able to come out and say, this is what we're going to do. And I, I expect that they're going to say that this is the kind of thing they're looking at. Yeah, it's interesting. I, as you know, I have a an old friend uh, who used to work for the Kaiser Soze of Edmonton Money. Okay, and this guy was in, <laughs> this guy was a labor negotiator, and he said, "You know, Bob, if the coaches had had a union, that could have been a, a very easy grievance uh, for Peters to have filed, given the fact that what occurred predated." his current employment with the Calgary Flames. And so regardless of how you saw, I mean, we all know the the, the comment itself is you can't, you just simply cannot say that. But he's, you know, and, and, and this guy's done a lot of labor negotiating over time, trust me, in those HR roles. So interesting stuff there. Um, very quickly, we're getting some texts coming in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, can you ask Elliot about John Gabriel Pajo? Who's yep. just in town with Ottawa. So, the form's yours, Elliot. Well, you know, I think Ottawa, for one thing, they're trying to keep it a lot quieter than last year, which was a bit of a gong show there. Um, you know, I I haven't gotten a sense. Well, last time I really looked into it was a couple weeks ago, and I really didn't get the sense anything was going on. Now, that can change. Um you know, I, I I think the biggest question there is, what's the number? What's the number? And I think he's driving up his value this year. And I look at it like Ottawa's going to... The biggest thing that Ottawa had was they gave Bobby Ryan the contract. Yep. And I don't want to make fun of Bobby Ryan right now because he's, he's going through a tough time. But Ottawa's always been careful of long-term deals since that contract. You got ext- Look who got extended this year. Shabbat, yep. Young, Colin White, Young. They, ha- they, don't, they have not liked long-term deals for older players since that situation with Bobby Ryan. So... Like I said, the last time I checked a couple of weeks ago, I didn't hear very much in terms of where it was going. We'll see. But I know Ottawa's wary about a long-term deal for an older player. Yeah. Well, uh, and what do you think potential return? Do you think he can uh, – do you think Pierre Dorian can get a first-round pick and a prospect for Pajot, who yeah, is a terrific uh, third-line center? I think he could because I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to want a player like that. Well, he was pretty good for him in the playoffs as well, Elliot, a couple of years ago. Miles, Four goal game against the Rangers, yep. Uh, I want to circle back to something that you had in your 31 Thoughts uh, piece that you put out. This uh, It's terrific. Um, Miles Wood. Yep. He is definitely available? He's available. Hmm. 19 goals a couple of years ago. He's, he can yep. skate. He's tough. What's, yep. go, what's going on there? What's happened to him? Why is he stagnated? Well, I just think that they feel that he hasn't had the same edge in the last little while. And uh, I don't know why that's the case. 
I think in a perfect world, they'd like to keep him. But you know what's interesting, Bob, is every radio hit I've done since I reported that, like everybody talks about, oh, how they'd love to have a guy like Miles Wood. So it says to me that he could have value. I think the problem is he hasn't been himself the last couple of years. Ideally, he stays with the Devils and he's that player again. But he hasn't been. And I think guys look at it like if he's not that player, I don't know, A, what I'm going to trade you for him, and B, you know, that, that salary is tough to handle for a guy who's right now farther down your lineup. I, I really think they're going to get nibbles. I think in a perfect world, they hope he would be better for them. Yeah. But I could see him getting moved. I just think teams are a bit wary right now because the cap doesn't look like it's going up very far. And you have to be careful for how much you're paying guys who play, who play lower down your lineup. Well, look at the contract. I mean, the final team we're going to talk about is L.A., who are in here tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, Kovalchuk has how long? It's been forever since he's played. Uh, yeah, he's got a bonus due. At, what's today? The sixth. Yep. So he's got a bonus due in nine days, and then we'll revisit this again. So you think he could be potentially in play after that? He, oh, they'll try. I don't know if anything will happen, but they'll try. Toffoli, Clifford, and Lewis all pending UFAs. Yeah, I, Toffoli will get moved. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yep. Uh, Lewis will get moved. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, Clifford's an interesting one. Like, I've had, I've had people tell me that of all the guys he uh, that could get moved, he might be the least likely because they just really love him so much. As an example, they're young players, the way he is and the way he prepares. He could get moved, but I'm told the Kings aren't as anxious to move him as they are some other other guys. Elliot, great stuff as always. Thank you for your time. And we'll touch base next week. All right, Bob. Have a great week. You bet. That's Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Creek Resort and Casino. It's 12.52 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, all right, all right. It is 12.55 in Edmonton. It's getting frigid out there. But you have an opportunity to start thinking tropical. Forget about the white snow. Start thinking about white sand. How about Puerto Vallarta? Jet away with 630 Chids. Jalen Nye in January. An amazing all-inclusive winter holiday tour that includes seven nights at the five-star beachfront Maravel Armory Resort. Plus, parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. On sale now just for $21.95. Book your spot today by reaching out to New West Travel or visiting newwesttravel.com There you have it. Oilers and the LA Kings tonight. Brendan Escott's back at the studio. Coming up in the second hour of the show, Sportsnet Spec. Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. We will also hear from Natalie Minkler from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation and we will hook up with the most iconic player in Edmonton Oilers and L.A. Kings history, Wayne from the Edmonton operation. At this time, though, I'm going to uh, tell you, the cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. You can go out and see my Uncle Milt in Wetaskiwin. Get a no-charge winter performance package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs. 
at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Significant rebates taking place as they close the deal on the 2019s. Reach him. Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang, Brent Ridge Ford. Call 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bella. When we come back, Mark Spector. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.